HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. Welcome, folks, to the Freshwater Bite Podcast, your source for everything freshwater fishing. I'm your host, Lee Kleino, and on this podcast, you will hear from diehard anglers like yourself, the backstories of those anglers, techniques they use, gear reviews, and everything in between. So if you like fishing, turn it up, because this episode's about to kick off right now. Time for another episode, folks back for another episode here we are and on this episode i welcome back freddie ryan and their fishing partner austin smith and we come together to talk about their recent success at the michigan walleye tour event that took place on the detroit river uh, about two weeks ago now by the time you're hearing this and what's great about the content that we talk about on this episode is one, it's very relatable for people here in the state of Michigan um, and anyone coming to fish the Detroit River. We talk about changing conditions. We talk about different ways to get the fish in the river. Um, depending on those conditions, that can be rough at times, especially anybody coming, even in the, the month of April, when you think things are going to be warming up and getting better, uh, Mother Nature can throw you guys some curveballs. Uh, when you're out on the river. So this podcast episode, they really kind of go over what they were looking for, how they were able to put together, you know, two consistent 30-pound bags uh, two days in a row back-to-back. They ended up finishing 13th place place out of 149 boats, I think it was, which is super impressive. Um, You know, obviously the best sticks, the best local sticks here in the state of Michigan, uh, fishing the Detroit River. So you guys can learn a ton of information from this podcast. And uh, yeah, it was awesome to, to sit down with these guys and hopefully looking forward to sitting down more with Austin. And Austin is a good stick and a young guy who's out there hitting the tournament trails, um, fishing a lot of different tournaments here uh, locally and uh, throughout different parts of the U.S. But um, before we get into that, guys, uh, if you haven't, head on over to Instagram at uh, Freshwater Bite. Give us a follow there. And, uh, yeah, that's where you'll see all the great content coming out and um, also my my personal Instagram page as well. So without any further ado, here is Freddie, Ryan, and Austin and myself talking about their time on the MWT tournament. Here we go. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, back here with actually the same crew uh, from the first episode of this year. Uh, we got Freddie. We got Ryan, and then Austin, why don't you introduce yourself, who you are. Everyone else knows who these two goons are. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Austin Smith, uh, buddies with Ryan and Fred. Uh, just kind of got an invite to join them on a couple of the MWT tournaments, so I told them I was in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where'd you grow up? Did you grow up fishing around here? Uh, yeah, I, I grew up uh, downriver. Um, I started off fishing Detroit River, uh, fished a lot of uh, the local rivers around like the Belleville area with my grandpa, casting jigs for walleye. Um, was really more of a bass fisherman in high school and then 
kind of transferred over to walleye and now it's strictly walleye it's kind of a little passion of mine and going out there chasing them on the lake chasing them on the river it's just have a blast doing it eventually they always come over to the good side yeah exactly <laughs> takes exactly. a little bit you know so everyone starts off as a bass angler but they always come over they that's right all right so uh what got you into tournament fishing because these guys tell me you do a lot of it uh it started off small you know fishing little local tournaments here and there uh had some success uh like the competition um the local competition you know is, is hit and miss you know sometimes you got really good competition sometimes there's not so i uh kind of out on a limb ended up buying a ranger 621 like these guys and i said you know what i got the boat for it now i got the passion for it i'm just full on going in it uh decided to jump in on uh some of the lake erie walleye tour tournaments uh, i think the first one i did was actually like their technical uh championship tournament uh they ran out of huron and uh, i think for like our first tournament there might have been around 80 boats and i think we were like the top 25 so it was like it's you know kind of like a feel-good moment where you're fishing with a lot of good six on lake erie new waters for us you know we never fished out you know that far east so it was just really fun and got to know some of the guys and then just decided to keep on going with it and now it's almost like every tournament i can get into and have the time to fish like i'm jumping in what uh was there a certain tournament where you're like the light bulb went off where you're like, Oh yeah, I need to step up my game. I want to do the 621 thing. I want to kind of pursue this a little bit more intensely. Uh, I would say it was like, uh, it's kind of like when you get your first, you know, first place finish, it's like, okay, if I can do it now, like yeah. maybe if I go bigger and go better, like you can get on the water more, you can fish like the bigger tournaments where you, you know, like it's almost becoming too common for us to make like a 25 mile run, 20 mile run. Like it's like the norm. Yeah. So like, you know, doing it in my old boat, which was like a 19 foot aluminum is it's doable, but you know, you're going, you know, you might be going 15 miles an hour, 20 mile an hour, trying to truck through ways or now like you're, you know, in the 621, you're just bashing through them. Like you're just throttling down, you know, you're yeah. just, you're just out there with, you know, some of the best. And I think you gotta, if you're going to play with the best, you kind of got to have the best, right? So how'd you two discover this guy? I ran into Austin, uh, friends with John. So uh, just mutual friends running into I mean, like, Austin and I, we fish a lot of the same area, and we're out there both being local. I mean, you, you just know the guys that are out there about as much as you, and we just, you know, bullshit here at the launch once in a while, run into each other and whatnot, you know what I mean? And fish some of the same tournaments here and there, you know? Just over the years, just ran into them. Okay. Ryan, yeah, he's, what do you think about this young stick here? I I think he's got a lot of potential, man. He's uh, he's definitely dedicated for sure. Um, he'll go out there whenever. No, not afraid. <laughs> whenever. I mean, there's times where I I'm like, ah, I'm not going out. He's like, I'm out here. I'm like, Jesus, man. No. He's he's just he's just <laughs> always out there. He's all, he's always yeah, especially out there. fishing against them. You know, like whether it was like in tournaments or just being out there. I mean, like he's always on. Yeah. When there's a good bite, you know the guys that are usually around. Right. You know what I mean when they're right. when they're usually on one. And I mean it's, you know, I, I like to pride myself on being where where a good bite is locally. I kind of pride myself on not wanting to miss out on something like that when it's right. close and awesome. He's on it, man. Awesome. You know, always doing good in the tournaments, whatnot. So um, young guy. So 
you guys come and link together. And the reason why we got you guys here today is you guys just recently fished the MWT tournament, which the first stop of the year was in the, well, the Detroit river, right? Right. Uh, what were the rules on that? Is that you had to stay in the river, both either Canadian and or yeah, there was, USI, there, was there was boundaries for the mouth of the river and North end St. Clair. And then, okay. you know, the mouth where it spills out into, uh, in the Lake Erie, so yeah, Canadian yeah. waters were open this yeah, year, which yeah. was nice. This year, yeah, was, last year was just uh, Michigan waters. This year's Canadian was open, which is always a huge bonus. A uh, mm. lot more water to pre-fish, but usually yeah. the Canadian bites a lot better than American side, uh, depending on water color and stuff like that. Uh, but the boundaries, like he was saying, was pretty much Peach Island and then just south of Celeron. Why is that? Is it because the water's clear over there? Because we mostly have a west wind most of the time, or what? Uh, actually, you want to find like a little bit of stained water. Okay. Like uh, it seems like if you can find that right stain where you kind of got like that foot and a half, two foot of visibility, like it's game on. You yeah. know, sometimes that clear water is a tough bite. Sure. Uh, sometimes clear water will hold some bigger fish, but it seems like you get a lot of the right bites in a little bit of stained water. Gotcha. Okay. So we want to find that, you said foot and a half kind of clarity is, is kind of like a a good spot where to start and you don't want to be too clean you don't want to be too dirty basically right and well i'm sure we're going to get into it when we kind of talk about like what we were doing pre-fishing me uh i'm more of the of a jigger i i grew up you know jigging the river has kind of been what my thing was was jigging so for me if i got like a foot and a half two foot like i'm good these guys and they're pre-fishing were hand lining hand lining it's almost like the dirtier, the better. I mean, obviously it gets to a point where it's too muddy, but you want dirty water when you're hand lining. So let's get into pre-fishing. So yep. what was your guys' game plan for pre-fishing? And first off, talk about, or I'll talk about it. The week before it was the NWT tournament. And I talked to some of the guys up there. Um, obviously I know some of them and uh, they were telling me about the conditions and that we all witnessed the conditions that they had to go out in. It was a super windy. Snow. Snow, I would say the average temperature was like what, probably 36 to 40 degrees Yeah, maybe? I mean, there was guys on social media that were posting, you know, if they didn't have heated storage for right. pre-fishing, they might not have been able to fish because everything was iced up. Yep, the mornings were in, in From the, overnight, in the yeah. 20s, right? Yeah. The low, mid to low, the low 20s. Yeah, it was brutal. Anyways. During that tournament, um, after talking to some of them, I mean, even during the pre-fish, I mean, one of them, I mean, they're, like I talked to, I won't mention who it was, but they boated one fish in pre-fishing and they're yeah. like, I don't know what to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're kind of like, I just got to go out there and swing, but they caught one fish that day in pre-fishing and they're kind of scratching their head. So the river was extremely dead. Now your guys' tournament was literally a week later right yeah yep. the following weekend yep so you guys are pre-fishing on the back end of their tournament going into the your guys's tournament the weather got a little bit better right warmed up a little bit uh what were the conditions like the what would you guys say the going into the tournament well like leading up to it we kind of had an idea you know knowing knowing how the nwt went we met up at ryan's house and ryan pulled up on his computer the navionics chart and austin was down the, you know in the room and we all wrote down and kind of basically picked apart the river where we wanted to go and then looked at the water temp okay and the way everything was building up it was like we were hitting this tournament at like the perfect time for the big fish to be coming into the river the water temps i think when we were pre-fishing was creeping up to 40 we saw spots um where we were hand lining it was like right at 40 40.6 i mean like they're coming in there there's the first wave the big females are in yeah, you know what got, I mean? We it got was, extremely lucky. I think yeah. uh, the first day of pre-fish, the pre-fish uh, after work, 
uh, we got a nice warm rain on Wednesday. Yeah. So I actually fished a little bit in the rain on Wednesday and I was up, you know, fishing the, the north end of the river and uh, I had water temps like 42, 43 mm-hmm. degrees um, and it was on. I mean, I, I smoked them the first, you know, first afternoon pre-fishing, it was, it was on. So we knew like right then and there that there's gonna be a lot of big fish in the yeah. system and we were gonna have to put together a pretty decent bag, you know, those, those stand the competition. I mean, there's 150 yeah. other teams there that, you know, you know they're all catching them, right? Yeah. So it's like, you just gotta make sure you get those, you get on the right fish and you're catching, you know, you're getting those right bites. Yeah, so, I, I had a biologist on one time and it's like their optimal temperature to drop eggs is like, it starts at like around 43 degrees. So like you can tell when the water temperature moves in, you know, they're yeah. waiting for that temperature to get just right, those oh, yeah. females and they drop, right? Yeah. So anytime between 43 and I think like 46 or something like that, if I have to go back in my notes. Yeah, I know it's a little different on like out on the lake compared to the river. Correct. Like I, I, I was out fishing the lake like the last day because i was hoping to get a big fish for the domka tournament on monday and it was like i was getting temperatures like 46 45 i'm like man i go the big fish i'm gonna miss the week of out yeah. on the lake for pre-fishing the river i was right. like i was kind of jealous you know what i mean but it worked out we put a good game game plan together i mean like ryan and austin really did the most of it because they're more a little more seasoned on the river than i am you know i mean they fish it a lot longer than I have competitively or anything, you know, for the, sure. for the matter. So they kind of like picked apart where they wanted to fish. I mean, I don't want to speak for you guys. You guys can talk about it, but it was more Ryan and Austin that kind of said we should, you know, go about this game plan of attack. Me and Ryan were going to fish together. And then Austin had a couple buddies, Joey, and uh, he was going to hit it after work, a couple different spots. And uh, I don't know, you guys can talk about it. You know, what we were, what, what you what guys were you did. thinking, Ryan? Just going back to the whole, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole, uh, you know, fish dropping eggs at 40 46 degrees like we had fish dropping eggs at 39 38 degrees you mm-hmm. you bring them in the boat and they're just dropping yeah. right but they kind of come up that river and they're waiting for that whatever whatever yeah, multiple ways sure right what, whatever their their temperature is that makes it gets them all riled up right yeah so, we we had a few in there that we were like just get it in the live well put it in water because yeah. she was spewing yeah you want to hold sure. all that kind of stuff to her way in yeah. but so what were you thinking like so your, your game plan as this week is kind of approaching you saw the nwt what was your opinion on that and like how did that affect your your game plan going into your tournament well we knew that it was going to warm up and we knew um we knew that the the nwt like they they hit it a week early right right i mean they struggled and they were all over the place mm-hmm. as far as you know fishing so we pretty much had to do the same thing and yeah. i think half the boats threw up zero it, it was yeah. it was that like was, the, it, the it was, worst possible scenario it, cold front big winds i mean yeah. they canceled day one right? right right you know what i mean which never on the river so i mean that that alone tells you I mean, the weigh-in, I think only, I think it only took like an hour and 15 minutes, day one, with 150 boat field, because there was that many zeros. There's no point going Well, they had scale. like 25 mile an hour in like north winds or something that day, which yeah. coming straight down the river is no point. It was no. brutal. Yeah, I, I felt bad for those guys. I talked to a few of them uh, throughout the week and all that other stuff. And, you know, it was just, like, it, it, it's got to suck for for them to be out there fishing five days in a row, with how not far catching some of them one from. fish. Yeah. Like Some of them there's, there's guys from the Western United States. Yeah, right. you know there's I mean? there's guys right. out there not catching one walleye. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, you know, the river itself, and you know, on a big cold front like that, dealing with the cold water already from the gut, from the get-go, you know, it's a tough bite, and a lot of those guys, you know, they don't fish this river, you know, so they they don't know little you know, little tricks to get those fish to bite in that kind of and those kind of cold weather conditions. And there's guys that adapted, you know, and they they end up making it happen. You know, a couple guys turn in some some bags, but I mean, anyone out there, whether you're a local or not, and those conditions, like for one, they're not even favorable to fish in, but you're gonna struggle. You know, you're, you are gonna see anyone go out there and absolutely you know crush them. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I felt bad for the guys because I mean, I. The amount of time and effort they put in, like not to just talk about the NWT, but I mean, you had guys that were taking off a week or more vacation. 10 days I mean, sometimes. Driving, drive driving a full day. You know, like Jake, he drove, you know, was it 30 some hours from Utah to from come Utah over to here. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. I mean, it just, it's tough. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I felt bad. So going into it, it was good. We could all we could do was eliminate water like we what we talked about on the other one was eliminate water and put some some kind of a game plan together you know so that's what we did i mean we took part different parts of the river like me and ryan uh we basically handlined the whole time you know what i mean like we were handlining austin was jigging i mean austin probably went through three gallon or three tank fulls of gas because he was everywhere I mean, like the whole week. I mean, he literally ran like me, me and Ryan. I mean, we we stuck to like mainly mainly three places really. I mean, there was. Like, there, I the mean, young, we tried. Let the young guy run yeah. and burn his money. Well, I mean, like you know, like I, I had never handlined leading up to the tournament. Oh shit! So I mean, yeah, like I you know, but, I mean, but honestly, like I mean, there's a technique to it. But I mean, once you you sit there and do it enough, you know, and I'm not saying I'm an expert by no means, but I mean. It's, you maintain contact with bottom and just move it back and forth. You know what I mean? It was, it was fun. Yeah. Not, not to get sidetracked from it, but yeah, I mean, Austin, he ran everywhere, you know, and like, uh, like Cannon and Bob, I mean, they were, they were going back and forth too. So we yeah. stuck to, we stuck to like three, four different places. You know what I mean? Like where we try, we make, make a pass pulling wire in the morning and we saw day one, we tried a couple spots lower, lower river. And then we moved up to another spot and I, I don't remember how did day one how did day one go because did we get in I, we pulled like a uh, an eight a six and a four pounder one pass and we're like we're out like we're not we, we pulled we, we pulled an eight hand lining we lost a stud yeah but i mean like that day one we didn't want to spend too much time in that one in the one spot you know like we, we made the one pass through there and then we went up and tried another one a little further up pulling wire I think we pulled one up there, didn't pull anything the one day. We just made different passes through there because we didn't want to stick around and, you know, draw attention, see a tournament boat sitting and, in one and spot. Beat up, and you know beat what I mean? the fish too bad. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Because, I mean, there was a, everyone in that field, you got 150 boats, 149. You know, I mean, someone sees they're going to come around, graph, see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Just right. kind of checking out. I mean, everyone everyone there was doing the, you well, know. Well, especially with the, new, the with the new technology, like Austin has the uh, active target on his boat and all that other stuff like you you can go drive by a boat and see the fish that they're on like it's it's insane yeah i mean uh really this is the first trip of me using my active target other than using a little bit perch fishing on the river when the perch fishing was was hot and heavy and it's it's pretty awesome you know jigging like you can get down there you can see your stuff you can see your bait it's a little bit hard to stay on it while you know trying to stay vertical because i got mine mounted on my trolling motor versus like a an external pole uh, but there was a few occasions where you know you see that walleye come up and just whack your jig or oh, you'll awesome. see you know a react and you know a fish where you pass it to the current that sucker whips back around and comes you know gives you a second look or a third <laughs> look and it's like it's like all right like this is cool i mean it is a little bit difficult like 
it's a little bit easier i'd say like if you already had like a guy running the trolling motor yeah. and then you had one guy like strictly focusing on that like it, it's it's a game changer like it i can't wait to kind of get more into it get more experience under it and i that's i see why a lot of people are going to them uh, using that technology <clears throat> i think about it on the river too because like you know like sometimes you'll be jigging in like whatever 15 to 17 feet of water and then you always wonder in like what is going on out in the middle of the river? Like, are the bigger fish out there? I mean, were you guys using it to kind of scan at different depths out in different parts of the river to see like where the fish were staging? Uh, a little bit, but I think more so what I was looking for was, um, you know, when you're fishing, you know, for big walleye on the river, um, especially you know, we're talking water temp, when the water temp's right, you're looking for, you know, just the right shelf. I think, you know, the key for us, the key for me when I was pre-fishing jigging was, definitely uh water depth okay. um we keened in on um probably like that 12 to 16 foot of water um and if you found the right shelf it was usually game on i mean we got a couple fish that were in deeper water you know that was right offshore like up against you know different walls or different uh you know rock rock piles and stuff like that but for the most part, it seemed like if you could find that right water depth that typically had some rocks nearby, yeah. that's where it was happening. And that active target, it shows those rocks and, you know, I could aim it towards shore and I could find those really nice breaks. And sometimes, you know, you it's a little bit hard in the rocks to see these fish, but a lot of times, you know, they're, they're right there and you're like, okay, if I can just you know position this boat right and uh pre-fishing sometimes you know i'm i'm up front you know on the trolling motor and where i might be on the fish in the front of the boat the back of the boat's out of it right so like it, it was it was all pretty much it was really fine-tuned uh program that we were running gotcha so getting back to hand lining real quick for i mean i think most people listening to this will realize what it is but someone just described to it like in a summary real quick what it is like the setup of it I mean, I I would say it's it's just trolling, trolling up the river. I mean, but you, you got, got weights. Yeah. That you got are, your hand line. You got your hand line. You know, it's a it's a uh, it's a pound steel of two. steel yeah. braid, <clears throat> and then you run a pound and a half to a pound weight, and you have a you know five foot six foot long shank that has a bunch of D rings on it, and you know you kind of select your for me that's kind of a kind of a like just thinking about it like you just i don't know how to explain it. <laughs> pretty much like, like a, so you got it's, like it's, it's like <laughs> you, you know some some people some people like run them super low some people run them super high i just you know pull pull it out of the hat and mm -hmm. run different leads off you know, lead off the bottom yeah. or Typically two, you two or three leads off the top. Yeah. Stagger with depths. like floating rapplers, pencil plugs, stuff like that. And gotcha. basically you're just trolling, trolling upstream hand on a wire with like a reel that automatically comes back in spring loaded back and forth. And you just kind of pull it, you know, basically like chugging up river, going back and forth, maintaining contact with bottom with that big weight on the bottom. And then you got the leads coming off the main line, wire line, you know, 15, 30, 45, if you're in Canadian waters, you only run the two. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just go back and forth and you can zigzag back and forth, you know, dirty water. If you're right in a little hole or they're holding a the spot, you can comb back and forth going like 0.4 to 0 0.6, 0 0.7 is what we were doing yeah, during we, the tournament. I mean, there was times we went faster, times we went slower, but 
the tournament it was like right around 0. 0.5 0. 0.6 yeah about the sweet spot was, yeah you know, go up go up to 0. 0.7 0. 0.8 drop it down even a little bit slower but it was fun you know what i mean never doing it before it was it was a good time it wasn't didn't take that long to really get the feel of it ryan ran the boat had the kicker going in combination with the trolling motor and i was just able to kind of get a feel for it going back and forth so it didn't take too long i mean that's literally all we did for me and ryan that's all we did for uh what wednesday thursday friday that's all Three we did days. That's all Jig, I think a hand, maybe an hour or two. Yeah. You know, we left that up to Austin. I know you you probably had to do it because of the tournament, but did you enjoy it? Is yeah. It, is it fun? Freddie loved it. Oh, man. Freddie loved it. I, I go by, I'm like, fuck I'm telling, I'm telling you, man. Like, I, like, me and, like, me and Ryan, that was, like, probably, it, like, memory, that was probably, like, top three most fun times I've had fishing was pre-fishing with Ryan and I. I mean, we had just, like, some gangster at blaring. Oh yeah, that oh, like, this, like <laughs> super loud. it was like stuff we didn't hear like when me and you were in high school. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like we had like stuff from like you know late nineties and the two thousand. We're sitting there, you know, handlining on the Detroit River, the skyline in the background. You know, we're just like, yep, yeah. you're, you're in the Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that I'm, was fun. I, I got to side with Lee on this one. I'm I'm not a fan of handlining. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, no, it's, we got we got to talk about Dave when when we were handlining yeah. for the tournament. Yeah, I. <laughs> I am not. Uh, I've I've handlined a couple of different times. Yeah. Um, I, I bought a, I had I bought a setup for my boat. You know, I've gone out a couple of times. You know, I've caught fish on them. Uh, I fished with a buddy before handlining. Uh, you know, early and late. You know, even handlining with spoons and stuff like that. And and you catch them. Like, it's cool. You know, catching them. You know, rolling them by hand. But uh, that's not me. So DM Austin his 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 setups for yeah. sale. It was fun because like you know like we've all jigged the river. We've all trolled and like you get a feel. You do it enough, you get a feel for, you know, how oh, big of a yeah. fish. And, like, you know, I don't know how many times that happened where I'm like, I don't know if I had a bite or not. You know what I mean? Because you're oh, yeah. dealing with, like, a pound and a half weight on top of, like, the line. So, it's like, you can definitely tell when you hit bottom, but, like, you know, what's a bite going to feel like? And then, like, you know, doing it enough, you could tell when, like, you would feel some weeds. And, like, it's just the little things you pick up doing it every day. It was, I was able to... I'm not saying I'm an expert by no means, but I was able to feel when, okay, those are weeds, there's right. bottom, there's, you know, you can tell when you're on rock, sand, whatever. It was, it was I, fun. I want to do it. I mean, it's one of those things, it's like a class that you don't want to take in college, but you got to yeah. do it. It's order. worth it, man. Yeah, like you know? I, I, I should probably add it to my, you know, a bag of tricks, especially yeah. if you guys are tournament fishing. I get it. I actually had um, uh, Bill Shimoda on the podcast before, and I think he won his NWT tournament off of handlining before yeah. he plays super high. He's like he swears by it. and i i get why people got to do it but man like for me just like the weekend warriors that go out there i was like i don't want i don't want a handline you know yeah I mean? well yeah there, i mean there's like the water clarity right so there's places where austin can jig that we couldn't yeah sure you know so it's like we knew this one spot held good fish yeah, all we the, hit, you we, know this this that time of year mm-hmm and the only way to catch fish out of there was the hand line. Yeah. So we, we hit that spot every morning, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day we pulled big fish. We made one pass. Yep. Made one pass and it's like, all right. We're like, we, it was like putting, like, I mean, we, we referenced it a couple times, but it was like, you know, eliminating water, like putting, you know, a puzzle together. You're, you're figuring out different pieces, what we need to know yep. leading up to it. You know what I mean? Like Austin was doing his jigging thing. We're handlining. It's like, all right, you know, Hey, we had 
this going here and like you know we talked to Austin oh you know he's pulling a 30 pound bag or got a 25 pound bag or you know just pre-fishing like what's his best five going you know and we're like look like we made a pass here in the morning first thing every day and we're like we got to try it you know we we went there and we pulled you know I think handline we pulled an eight pounder or two and then a six a five and you know one that was already spawned out pre-fishing was like a five or six pounder you know, something I we had quality still fish. Quality fish, still. You know what I mean? So it was like yeah. we had that to go to first day, and we sat there at Ryan's house, and you know we'd talk. It was like our base camp. Oh. You know, we'd all we'd we'd all meet up. Yeah. No, it was fun because like you know we'd all meet up and we would talk. Okay, Austin, how'd you do? Where'd you do it? How'd you do it? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of picking his brain, and like I would sit there, and you know, everyone we were coming and going, and I just like talked to Austin. Hey, man, what are you thinking? You know, where was it at? what were you doing and i'd talk to ryan hey what are you thinking you know what do you think about doing tomorrow what are you thinking and then as we got closer to day one like the night before friday night we're sitting there and i'm like all right man you know what are you thinking i'm i I was cool with whatever these guys came up with i was i'm not saying i was just along for the ride but i was i wanted them to like basically hold my hand oh yeah you know what i mean and we had fun we went out there we put a game plan together and we went and we decided we're gonna hand line day one right off the bat and see what we could do the conditions were changing a little bit we made the pass and uh every morning so i mean we had to we had to set that up for for day one just hand line and go jigging from there so so let's talk about day one you guys got your game plan together um you figured out kind of what everyone was finding out during pre-fishing uh you know they blow the siren or whatever the launch what's your guys's game plan where do you head to first obviously like what was your well, day one, I mean, day one, we stuck with the whole, you know, me and Freddie handlining, we were catching good size fish, like, we were every single day. So that was that spot where you pulled big ones out and you left them alone and you yeah. said, let's go get a couple, you know, yeah. big ones in the, t- in, in, you know, put in the live well and from there, then you can be yeah. more selective. And it, and it was cool to have a feel knowing, you know, because we caught a variety of like, ones that were like right at 15 inches and then we caught two at eight pounds one at seven something so we yeah you can kind of tell how big they yeah, were sure. you know and yeah. uh you can go ahead and so you had a hand line with them then <laughs> no I, you know, yeah. if, if you can ask yeah, any, we gotta if talk you, about this if, if you ask any boat that was driving by i probably looked like the most miserable person out there and we were the only one pulling wire yeah they, well, where we were at and it was good good water color for yeah, it. yeah uh, we were the only one doing it so like Austin's getting a lot of weird looks. We're getting a lot of weird looks because he's up on the bow yeah, doing this thing. Yeah, I, you know, these guys are handlining. I'm like, man, I got to do something. I can't sit here. I'm just totaling my thumbs. I'm like, man, I guess I'm just waiting for, you know, to be the net man. Yeah. I just grabbed a rod. I'm just chucking jigs. It's like, maybe I'm going to get lucky. You know, maybe by some yeah. miracle, I will catch a fish casting this thing and, I didn't catch walleye, but I did catch a. You did I, catch a I, nice catch like a, I caught like a twelve and a half inch perch. So yeah. oh, there you go. Uh, we got a little bonus. Oh yeah. No, we got excited. We got excited. <laughs> we thought he had something on. Yeah. For sure, that was going to weigh. But yeah, we uh, we went to our our first spot and we were fishing for maybe twenty minutes. We didn't really know, right? Because like you, everyone plays the tournament a certain way pre-fishing. You know, like we didn't want to spend a lot of time where we were at. So like, yeah. where we launched, we were boat forty-five. Yep. Right. So we had to wait and they did the blast off a little different this year with how it went. But we had to wait a little while for it to get to us. 150 boat fielding went one to 149, whatever it was. That's a shit ton of boats. Yeah. 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 It had like six flights or whatever it was. Wow. So so we're, you know, like 
wondering. It's kind of like the anticipation, like almost like opening day of deer, you know, deer yeah, hunting. Yeah, yeah. You know, the anticipation, seeing where everyone's at. So we get to our spot, and we're like wondering, like, where's our room at? Like, dude, we weren't the only one on big fish there. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's going to be a ton of people there because, like, we were on big fish. Everyone else had to be at big fish. And we got there, and there was nobody. Oh, and it nice. was a. Doesn't that feel good when you get there? No, 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 no. Because no. like, you're like, what are we missing or? on? You know what I mean? Like, what didn't we find? Oh. When we are the only one there, we're like, this ain't good. Because like everyone ahead of us is doing, there's like what, 30, 40 boats that signed up to do all the- You're, you're worried that they went there and cleaned house already? Or you no, worried no, that no, they weren't going there because they had a better A spot, a oh, better, I wouldn't worry a about better that. plan A. So we get there and we're like, all right, hey, look, like we had confidence in what we were doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We stuck to the game plan. Like well, this is, this is what we're doing. And it was like 20, 30 minutes in and there's boats just going by us. And, me and Ryan are just pulling wire and Austin's chucking jigs. We, I think we put a planer board out there for a minute just to try and get something going. And, uh, man, it was like oh, maybe 20, 30 minutes in, I had the first bite right off the rip, and it was big. Nice. Don't know what it was. It, it came off. We got it to the leader. It stayed down. Everything a big fish Oh, it does. came off. Yeah. Ooh, and it was, was it was on the 15 foot lead yeah it was, it was a little heartbreaking it was it, yeah i mean i don't want to like talk a lot about it but i mean everyone lost big fish man let's blame it on handlining fred, fred uh, is the one that lost it yeah just I mean, like, well, talk like about handlining hand handlining like ryan wasn't getting anything done i was the only one <laughs> i was i was the only one catching fish hey the hot hand that right man i think he caught i think he caught a couple of them whatever you I know was, what i mean dude i was driving the boat i was putting him in the fish yeah okay so i mean like you know we were on big fish so like we get to that spot and we pull right on up and like i'm like i feel it and i'm like okay this is, it's good fish you feel the head shakes it's just like you know when you're trolling yeah, you yeah. feel that rod bending you're like you can tell when it's a four pounder or a six pounder right. and like when you got something like you can't wait to see sure you know you don't know how big it is but you just want to put your eyes on it and i was dog it was dogging and i actually let some line go back out on some of the head shakes i mean i i took my time with it i did not want it to come off and Austin was right there on the net. I mean, he was waiting, got to the leader and come off. So it was like, let the air out of the balloon. Someone popped it, you know, I'm sitting there like, it was a fish we need. It was, it was the biggest fish I had handlining. Whether, yeah, I mean, it was the, hands down. The tough part about it was, is we knew that in that spot, we weren't gonna get many bites, yeah. right. but the bites we that we were it. going to get were gonna be the ones that we needed. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm sitting there like day one, like I blew my chance, like right off the bat. Like I'm just, you know, like Ryan said, like I wear my heart on my, you know, so on my you, sleeve. Yeah. Like I was like defeated. I was like, that was it. That was the biggest one I had on hand lining in four days. Did they put you on the bench after that or like? No, I tried not to let it bother me, but it was bothering. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you try not to let it bother. Like you just, hey man, like we got all day. It was a big fish. Yeah. We got all day, and then a little bit later, we got an eight pounder in the boat. I was like, yeah. "Yes, yes." Yeah, you, you could you could tell it was wearing on Fred a little bit. Oh, man. I, mean, well, I mean, like it was. I wanted to see it. So and then I they, got to the leader. We were fifteen foot away, and it was staying down like a big fish does. So then they gave you a rod and put you up in the bow, and no, our next bite, our next yeah. bite was a over an eight pounder and yeah dude that's i mean yeah. you can control what you can control you got to move on you can't dwell yeah. on it right so we, we made we made one more pass past it you know and yeah, i don't know that, if we got another fish or not but we yeah. had we had a good eight pounder you know what i mean like right. we lost the big one but we had a solid one in there yeah and that's the struggle with the whole handline bite is we knew we were gonna get some of the right bites but handlining is also very time consuming. Sure. Like you're working a very small stretch of river and it's taking a long time to do it. Right. Yeah. I think uh, the section that we're fishing, every handline pass was minimum an hour. 
you know, when you got eight hours of fish, it's like, how long do I spend doing this sure. before I got to go searching for something else? Yeah. You know? We made two passes through there. We got one good one. We're like, all right, let's go get our five jigging. And that's where Austin took over. And we, we went and went and got on. You guys can talk about that. I was just another ride in the water, jigging out back. And, <laughs> and Austin was like, was everyone, world. take a seat. I got this. <laughs> how the, I mean, it kind of worked out that way. We, yeah. we knew, uh, Pretty much so pre-fishing, uh, it was changing every time jigging. You know, as it got closer to the weekend, more and, boat, more and more boats started coming up. Some of the really good bites that I was on, I'd go there, there's 15 boats there, go through there. My big fish weren't there or they're very few and far between. And you know, it gets really worrisome. Um, uh, another boat that we worked for, uh, worked with, uh, they ended up uh, day before a tournament and got on some pretty decent fish. So we're like, all right, sweet. So our game plan is to run there after we handline. We get there, there's a few boats in there, and it's dead. I mean, we didn't see a single net. These people are, you can tell they're they are worried, and we go through there, and we get towards the end, and boom, I pop a five-pounder. Yeah. Nice. And we're no, like. Those fist bumps that we had. Really yeah. Long. and it was we, just, we needed it, man. It was, and this was, awesome. was a, this was a spawned out, five, you know, five-pounder. Yeah. This is a 26-inch fish, and it it's so like. Jacked. It, you know, it looks Spawned huge. out, you said, five yeah. pounds? Yeah. So with eggs, man, you're looking at over eight pounds for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, we're like, all right, you know, we just got to grind it out. Like, we know there's still a couple decent fish here. Uh, we did a couple more passes. I think I caught, like, another four-pounder. And we're like, all right, like we're working there. And then I'm like, well, when I pre-fish this, you know, I started going a little bit further up. We're like, let's change it up, go a little bit further. Up. Well, actually, we switched. We we moved further south of where there was, and there's there's like ten boats there. Never seen a net. We didn't touch fish. Yeah. Like, let's go back. We're gonna catch our five over here. Mm-hmm. Let's finish it out. Um, and I'm like, let's start going a little bit further up. I was like, I caught a couple fish here pre-fishing, mm-hmm. and then Fred, boom, he he rocks what. I don't know. It had to have been like a five and a half. Yeah, it was some a little confidence. Yeah, Fred. Friend. Yeah. Hey, Fred. We, Fred we just all, little quiet Fred on the back of the boat. Yeah, no, we all one. we all contributed that. Day, that, that day one. Man. Did you crack a beer? I did. Nice. <laughs> day day one. Day one. Austin and Fred were the were the sticks. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you Austin, were driving the boat. Yeah, I just yeah. put them on fish. We all got jobs. <laughs> That's why he's a good charter. We fan. all have jobs. <laughs> you know. That's, yeah. yeah Austin, Austin was a on team f- effort. Austin was on fire. Like, I mean, like I, I felt good. I felt bad that I lost the big one. I felt good that I got an eight pounder in the boat. So like now I'm like, all right, Austin, you take over. Like that's Austin's strength. He, he jigged the whole time pre-fishing. He was on it. And I mean, he sunny I, conditions that day or cloudy conditions that day. I can't remember. Day one was cloudy. Yeah. So cloudy. Yeah. What are you, are you going with the darker color jigs? Are you going with, I mean, what do you, what, what, what advice would you give people if it's dark like that? You know, I'm typically uh, a green jig, dark warm. Okay. And I tell you what, pre-fishing, I use colors that I never use. I, well, I always use a green jig. I, a jig in the river, I don't think I've ever used anything other than a green jig. I know everyone does black on black. I'm green jig no matter what. Uh, and I ran a, a green chartreuse finesse minnow the whole entire time pre-fishing. Through the tournament, it, fish just were loving it. I probably is this probably was the only days I've ever used this yeah. color. But ever since I started pre-fishing, I'm like, ah, water's a little dirty, I'm gonna try green. I never had to put it away. There you go. That's yeah. a hot tip right there, brought to you by Austin. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it was fun because Ryan Ryan and Austin were up front on the bow. Okay. And it, it worked out really well because we had the net spread out. We had everything set. I was in my own little world and back just trying to find out, because Austin had a hot hand, right? And like, you know this, like, whether you're jigging the lake or you're jigging the river, it might just be the cadence. It might not be the color, 
the worm, the minnow, the, you know, finesse minnow, the whatever you got on. Yep. It might just be the lift, the drop, whatever you're doing. There's a reason why someone's getting bit and you aren't. Yeah. So that's all I was doing was watching Oscars. I think he got day one. You got like three of the five wayfish. Yeah. Or something like that. And I mean, he was just pulling them in. I mean, even the ones that we weren't calling. I mean, he was on a good bite. So like I'm sitting in back just trying to trying to mimic them. And then Ryan was putting some of the bone. I, I think I only caught two fish jigging day one. You know, I mean, the rest of it was all Ryan and Austin, you know. Nice. And uh, yeah, Fred, Fred was blade baiting. <laughs> no, I wanted to. He was, was snap jigging That's day my one. strength. We had a yeah, so, little plate baiting tournament on here, man. I'd be for it. Yeah, so like for, for day one, you know, we, we got our five. You know, that was our goal. We got our five. Uh, the last couple of fish we got, you know, we caught some oh, yeah. decent yeah, fish. So we're like, you know that. what? That was awesome. I was like, we got to upgrade one more of these right here. Mm. So it was the next pass. Yeah. Boom. I got I caught one, got rid of another small one. Like, all right, let's go back to our big fish. Mm. Let's, you know, let's, let's see if we can pull another one hand lining. We go back up. Uh, the problem with our hand lining spot is by the hours cleaning up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the cleaner water just, it kills that hand line bite. Yeah, okay. a lot of boats were moving. No one was really staying in the same yeah. spot. So I think there was a lot of people that were kind of going to plan B, C, whatnot. So like yeah. we had, we had our five fish where we moved up to. Then we moved a little bit lower as day one went on. And I think we upgraded every fish but the one that we got hand lining it's it's nice to have your five fish and then get selective after that yeah. i feel like a lot of weight comes off your shoulder and then oh, like, sure. like it's like your brain can think more clearly yeah. then you're not panicky or anything like that you're like all right i got my five fish yeah. i just i gotta be selective now yeah, yeah and and the thing like the thing about our fish on day one is we didn't catch very many fish mm -mm. but luckily for us the fish that we did catch yeah. were the right ones i think when we had our i think we had caught six fish before we decided to move gotcha and mm -hmm. our best five had have been around 26 pounds yeah so we we had a solid bag like we knew we needed to be over 25 we wanted to hit the 30 mark that was our goal was 30 <laughs> but we knew we were right around that 25 26 then we we tried our handline bite again there's nothing there uh we went and we jigged through there uh nothing there and then we're kind of like scratching our heads and i'm like listen i said like, we don't got much time left yeah. let's not go far i said i pounded you know a five and a six just up river Let's try it. So it took us a while, you know, I had everything marked on my boat to get that drift right, to hit that that special, you know, 14, sure. you know, 14, 16 foot of water in that spot. And I think on our second drift, we hit it and the fish weren't where I had caught them pre-fishing. They actually slid down a little bit and we found this little hump that it was 12 foot of water and then came up to 10 foot of water. And we had watched a tournament boat behind us. Yeah. They whacked like a five and a yeah. half. And we're like, son of a gun. Yeah, like we, we need one. We, we need, we need, we one, need one, one of those. And I, I think <laughs> I jigged two more times and I caught like a six and a half pounder. Yeah. And we're like, like that's yeah. exactly what we need. Dude, we and got, this is like 20 minutes left before yeah. we got to head in. I think we got three good bikes. Yeah. You and Ryan yeah. both. And yep. man, like yep. I got goosebumps thinking about it. Cause we're like where we were at, we knew we needed to improve. And it was like, like Austin was saying, it was like that last hour, half hour. Like these two were just, I was like a net man. I mean, I was like, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, keep, yeah. I'm keeping an eye because they're up front. I was just the, keeping an eye on the time the whole time. I was like the mom. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> All right, guys, wrap it up. We like, go. hey guys, hey guys, 19 minutes, 19 minutes here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was, it yeah, was we, fun, man. We really wish we had a little bit more time to fish there. I mean, yeah. day one we wrapped up with yeah. maybe like 11 fish total yeah. throughout the, the whole day, and we were excited because they Austin had that spot, and we're like, hey, look, we got a spot to try, a new spot that sure. we really didn't knock you know pound them dead but a spot to try for day two 
Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think now those spots that you're going to, you're pulling big fish from there now too. You're not putting them back in like you were mm-hmm. when you were pre-fishing. So now you're pulling them from right. there. So it's like that spot day two can change a lot of the time. So Yeah, you're just hoping they can reload, you know. Yeah. Right. We so, haven't even gotten to day two. Yeah, yeah day that's, two that's a special was, something there. So so day one, you guys weigh in. What was your weight that you weighed in at? 30.05. Day one? Yep. yep. Day one. Damn. What, what, where'd that put us? So you hit one? your goal. Yep. 19th? See what happens? 22nd. 22nd. Yeah, so there, there's there's a lot of nice Set bags. Goals, everybody. Yeah, so we, we weighed in the 30.05. It was a clo- it was a close race. Like, we yeah. knew that it was going to be tight. A lot of people catching the same size fish. You know, you got those couple of guys mm-hmm. that capitalize on, you know, a little bit better yeah, the average. Kicker, the kicker fish. And, yeah, the big thing we noticed is that everyone that was weighing in bags that are either really close to us or bigger than us all had a kicker fish. We didn't have that. Right. You know, I think uh, I think when we weighed our big fish, it was just under eight pounds. Yeah. Um, so you might have, but Freddie lost it. Try not to think about that, man. Like that fish, it'll be, ten, it'll be ten years down the line, and I will still think about. It. I just wanted to see what it was. Yeah, it was I'm just with you. Done talking about it. <laughs> I mean, it was fifteen feet away. Yeah, so, yeah. Next. That's it. So next. you know, with the way we finished out day one, like day two, we're like we got it made. Like yeah. we were on yeah. some really nice Confidence fish. Confidence was high. They were coming in coming in big so we stuck with our game plan going into day two and we wanted to hand line that first pass in the same spot first thing we noticed is you could see almost five foot down wow it was night i i didn't think it would change up that quick yeah not only not only could you see five foot down but what did our water temp drop two and a half degrees yes yeah yeah and that's that much that's the same thing a lot of temp dropped two and a half degrees and it got clearer in 24 hours 24 so what, hours that's how much water had cleaned like it just flushed out it's all so theory. okay okay so what was the conditions like in the sky not the water sunny that day? yeah it was that sunny, sunny. Yeah. sunny that day was sunny yeah like, warm we yeah we were fishing windy too that, pretty windy that day yeah, that wind, wind. Yeah. southeast yeah. wind. Yeah, that yeah. wind. I was gonna say that oh, wind yeah, ended up coming we'll, out of the we'll south. We'll get to running back in. Yeah, because it started. <laughs> we'll yeah, get to that. It started <laughs> off, I think, I think low forties that day, and then yeah. by the end of the day, I think it was like in the sixties. Yeah, it was warm. But that that when that water cleared up, yeah. and you know that that cool night, it, that water cooled down a lot. It was just crazy, like fishing that for, you know, that same spot for four days, and it was dirty, 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 dirty. Yeah. Everything was dirty on day one. Caught fish every pass. And then day two, it was just crystal clear. We didn't have anything. Unbelievable. We didn't catch a fish hand lining. Nope. And I don't know. You guys talk about that. All right. Day day two. Yeah. You talk day day two. two. uh, What was it? About noon? Mm -hmm. Just a reminder, real quick. You guys are in 22nd place. Correct. Yeah. 22nd, I have 152 boats. Correct. 149. 149. Who's counting, though? Freaking impressive. Continue. So day two, we went to our hand lining spot, did not catch any fish. Yeah, tried to pass jigging through there, thinking maybe then, the yeah. water cleaned up, we catch yeah. one jigging, nothing. And then tried jigging through there, and we were like, then that was the big fish spot. And so, we, it, since it got, sorry to interrupt, if it got cleaner, do you guys go out deeper from that same spot, or do you stay in the same depth of water? We stayed for, I mean, just for me, like we stayed in the same. Okay, I, I was just curious, like, I understand the dirty bite and then the shallow water, but I thought maybe if it cleans up, like, do you stay in that same area but just go deeper in the river? I, I was just when we just, when we jigged back down, we went a little deeper. Okay. In case yeah, we, we moved we, out we, the we, we gave it a shot. We kind of had the same. Yeah, thought I'm process. just thinking like, yeah, the, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. 
So then uh, we moved to where we finished day one. Yeah, like we I said like I said at noon, and there was a lot of boats yeah, there. Yeah, I mean even before, even before the noon point in time, like we had in our back pocket that we're gonna go, you know, a, where not even a mile one. up the river, yeah. and we're just gonna whack these and fish. We're yeah. not we're not spending another hour handlining. You know what I mean? Like right, we're yeah. thinking like, hey, we we finished finished here the fish will still be around and it was dink city yeah we yep. showed we showed up the first drift not even a fish we're watching other boats nothing we end up doing one drift and uh i end up catching what was that probably like a five pounder but yeah, snagged snagged oh shit yeah, yeah. hooked right in the belly you know netted it got to look at it like we really need you but you know we, we had to let it go feels good yeah. coming up but when you get there you're it's just good like, karma. Ah, yeah, yeah i know what's going on you yeah. can't do you can't do it yeah so we had we had five fish in the box for 7.3 pounds yeah, yeah we, we, had, we, we had our five fish but we had those, under eight pounds yeah those, those jacks came in there after those females and i think i i, I think i caught four out of the five and we're mm -hmm. ryan's back there he's netting these fish he's putting everyone on a bump board that's how small these fish yeah. are and yeah. We did another pass in there and we looked at each other I'm like, we guys, go we, we can't do this. Like, this is not it. Like, we cannot, we can't do it. Like, and we got to go. And there was a handful of other boats there and they were all doing the same thing. Leaving? Or no, getting, like catching dinks. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, if we would have saw a four, five, six pounder being caught, maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe we would have stayed, but there was, it was, that was not where yeah, we needed to be. And, you, and, and, you can't hang, sorry, you can't hang out there after no know, weighing in a 30 pound bag yeah. day one you can't hang well, you can it's just a, a mistake right right True. i mean if you, if you sit there you're gonna get the same results and you know my question to you guys is end of day one in that same spot was there that many boats leaving there as when you got there so what do you think got out about i mean there there was a lot more boats uh a little bit further south of where we were catching them okay um but there was a lot more traffic than the we had day, that, yeah, that day before day, day one the day two, I, you know there i think before. a couple people slid in there it's kind of like a good spot to try before you head in mm -hmm. and uh, i think a couple of those guys caught those upgrades there so yeah. you know where we spent an almost probably like an hour and a half where we you know hand lined and then jigged down mm -hmm. uh you know those guys already had an hour and a half in that spot and there was a couple boats uh that did catch a couple good fish in there early yeah, yeah. and before it turned into kind of like a dink city yep. yeah that's what that's what sucks about you know doing our hand line passes like you said our, our hand line pass was an hour to two hours yeah. depends on where we start dude completely wiped out of your guys's game plan Isn't that nuts yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it it's one thing on the lake when, you know, like it, if you don't have a big blow, you don't have big rains. Right. You can go back and pretty much rinse and repeat where you've been. Sure. You might have to move a little bit. Right. You know, yep. but that river, man, I mean, it was literally, <laughs> literally totally different. Like it was just totally opposite what it was. That's 20, wild. 24 hours later. Man. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad I got some guys that kind of keep their head on their shoulders and don't freak out and all that other stuff because yeah. we we kept calm throughout the entire tournament mm -hmm. uh, especially day two day two for me was super 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 stressful but you were on fire day two i mean yeah. ryan i mean like we we had we had those we had eight pounds right five fish yep not even we, eight we, pounds. Not yeah we, yeah okay so you know we're sitting there we're talking and we decide to move we move up further river and we just sat there and ground it out and yeah, you guys could we, take over because it was we made we went further north and you know there's a spot that you know we knew to hit um i mean it's, it's probably spot. we hit ballards we mm -hmm. we made a, a drift through ballards and we caught like a two and a half pounder and a two and a half pounder was huge that was our first wayfish that was our first wayfish yeah and it's like okay and then we're like you know what 
there's better fish somewhere else. Like yep. we caught one fish, like we're not liking what we're seeing. Let's go. So we, we you know, now we're, we're heading towards mid river. Um, we're, I tell Ryan, I'm like, Hey man, you know, you guys are fishing more of these. I'm kind of fishing this river with you guys, you mm -hmm. know, and I might be able to fish more cause I won't be able to fish the bulls event with them. Cause I have a, another tournament going on. I'm like, to me in my head, I was like, we got to get some weight in this boat yep. to help you guys out with points. You know, if, if you're going to make it to the championship, we got to do better than what we got in the boat. Sure. So we honestly, our plan was to just fish uh, the community hole. I'm like, you know, let's fish the community hole. Let's hope we can pull 20 pounds. Like, yeah. and you know, let's see what happens. And uh, we make a pass through there. I think um, first fish I caught in there was like a four and a half. We're like, all right, you no, know, 20, 20 to 25 pounds might be possible here. Let's, let's grind. We, we start lighting them up. Oh I'm man, not, we, I, I'm, I'm dead in the back. We, <laughs> we, uh, we slid, we <laughs> slid. They're, they're killing it. Yeah, we, we slid, so we ended up sliding. Uh, we made one more pass through there. I think I caught like one or two more upgrades. And then we slid further north, and it was uh, kind of like I was talking about earlier, we found that shelf. Yeah. Uh, either it was, uh, I don't know, like 12 foot of water, kind of sloped off into 20 foot of water, sloped into 30 foot of water, sloped into like 40 foot of water. And those big fish were sitting right in that 20 foot of water. Uh, we made a pass through there. This guy, this is big fish Fred, okay? Fred caught the big fish both days. He might not have caught many fish, but he caught the big yeah, fish both days. I did. I, th I think day one. You're the BFF. I, yeah. Big fish Fred. Day yeah. one, yeah. I, I, the, only fish, the only fish that I caught was the big fish day one. The only fish yeah. that we kept that I caught was the big fish day two. That was it. I yeah. had two, other than that, it was Ryan and, we, Ryan and Austin. Fred, Fred both whacked, eight pounders. Yeah. yeah, Fred whacked an eight pounder. It was like eight, 806, and, I think, and, on the scale. So these guys are lighting them up, right? And like I, I was talking, like I'm like sitting in back of the boat watching these two, how they're jigging. I'm putting on the same jigs they have. I'm put, you know, I'm, I'm mimic, mimicking Austin when he's, when he's jigging. <laughs> then Ryan caught fire, and I think day two we we weighed, oh, yeah. we weighed I think three or four, I don't know, of the fish that Ryan caught. Yeah, I mean, I day one, I don't, I don't know if you had a weigh fish. Day think, two, yeah, Ryan, I don't think so. Yeah, day day oh, two, he was driving the boat. Day yeah, one. day I two, you, I was, I was netting. I was like Ryan's personal net man. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. when we first so, started, and that when we first started that jig pattern on day on day two. Uh, I think I had like four of the five of the small, you know, little jacks that we had. Then I think I upgraded the whole live well. Yeah. And then I think by the end of day two, I had one fish in a, I had one yeah. fish that we weighed in. Uh, I think he had three and then Fred yeah. had his one and big man, one. And it was, uh, it was funny. Like he caught that eight pounder and I think it was four jigs later. I had like a six yeah. and it got off. Like yeah. you could see it oh, down there and it, and it got off and we're like, Oh, oh no. And you know, right then and there we're like, okay, there's big fish here. Yeah. We're, we we picked it apart. We were grinding, and we literally. How many boats in the area? Oh, two hundred. Two hundred. Half a line. Yeah, we, so so you just found like a line, basically, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is like you guys. It, obviously, you everyone knows this. They when they have their graph, they have like a line or a cookie trail, trail uh, cookie trail, cookie crumb trail. Yeah. Sorry, it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. But anyways, you have that, and it's like you've got to stay on that. And if you don't look at yep. that, like that can. That can throw you off big time. It's no, it, like, makes, it makes a difference. You need, and, to, be, you know, you need to know that pass and be like, this is my pass. Points. This is yeah. my this is my quarter mile drop or whatever you're doing. And like, I just got to run that the entire like, time. Literally yeah, every it, every time we caught a fish, like those two were up on the bow, right? So like if 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 I wasn't netting, I was going up. The first thing I was doing was hurry up and hit the waypoint on the fish finder. You know what I mean? Just right. in, I mean, some guys don't do it unless they're like right on a big pod. For me, like I... I'll have my last boat when I sold it. I think I had like two thousand or three thousand waypoints. Jesus! But I knew I knew what they were, and then I'd clean them out, you know, out of a specific spot. But like, 
it was like something where we would catch the same fish on the same spot and we just started yep. making little short drifts and man like when when they those guys were teeing off like i was sitting in back and i was getting so frustrated because like there was something i was doing wrong and i just finally i turned my back to those guys and stopped watching them and i was just like concentrating on doing, doing, doing thing. my own thing and then that's when i got the fish i was like see you ready you know i was pouting like when I lost <laughs> he day was, day one. He was. When, like yep. day one when I lost that I'm big not fish. Oh, but no, well, I mean, and you, I you want to pull all, your own weight. I think you know we've what all I mean? been in a boat, and Fred mentioned it earlier. When you're jigging, it seems like there's always someone that has a hot stick, and when you don't, you just feel like you straight up like can't yeah. fish. Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, because you don't want to be the weak link out there on the boat. You want to pull your own weight. It doesn't right. matter if you're tournament fishing or you're fun fishing. Like you want to you want to feel like he contributed some at some point and like honestly like day day one and day two we would not have done as well as we did without each each yeah yeah i think uh, yeah 100%. i think the three of us uh i think that was we all great, keep great team effort even, like there, there's one the time, time there's a time where you know one of us would go stale on the jig rod mm -hmm. and Another yeah, one would that, just start picking day up. Day two, that was me the last two hours. This guy upgrading the whole live wall, and I'm like, what yeah. am I doing wrong now? I was just whacking him. Dude, Ryan was pulling him in and pulling him in, and I'm like, dude, it's like way a way to show up to work, dude. Man. It's like Let's a golf. Go. It's like a golf swing. Like, I don't know if any of you guys golf. I used to golf, but anyways, uh, it's like a golf swing. It's like one day you're on, and you don't know what you're doing right, but then and then like the next day you have the shanks, and you're just like, yeah. what yeah. am I doing differently? I, I yeah. you know, I'm lining up everything and, the same, and it's just. Whatever it is, like you said, it's the cadence, but yeah. that bite changes, the conditions change. So maybe you got that dirty hand and you got yeah. you guys got the clean and hand. It was, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was it was really wild to watch because when we were making our passes, it was like, okay, this boat ahead of us is netting one, they're netting one, and then like we'd get one or two or whatever, and then it shut off. And I think we went like a pass or two and we yeah. didn't get a bite and we're like, and we're staying here, yeah, we're grinding it out. That's when like mentally you gotta make the right decision because we fished like out further, you know, we fished at 35 foot of water and, and we caught the cookie cutters, you know, 18 inch fish, 20 inch fish and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff that we had to throw back. And it seemed like every time we slid back in and got on that shelf, it's like, okay, boom, nice fish. So we knew, I mean, there's times that we went four or five yeah. drifts without catching anything and you're watching other boats like, oh, he just netted one, they just netted one. And you start like getting down on yourself, but you gotta know that yeah. you're Go. on the better fish yep. and it's like, boom, one of us yep. catches one that's like, whoa, like this is the fish that we were looking for. Yeah, sure. you follow your you follow your trail, you follow the waypoints, you yeah. know, you start your drift right back on up and they're like, you know, next thing you know, we're putting a little cluster of dots all yeah. in the same yeah. spot and just- It's to the point up. where we're saying, it's like, all right, you know, uh, Ryan, this is your spot. This is where he you've did. been pulling yeah. them. I'm like, all right, yeah. hey, Ryan, here you go. Yeah. This is your spot. You better be ready. Dude, I used to do it. I do it by like the, the houses on the river. I'm like, oh, blue roof. Here we go. Mm -hmm. We're almost to the blue roof. Right. When you get the, the blue the roof, you know what's we on. The houses we were handlining. I was like, man, there's some really cool houses right here. That'd be like, oh, yeah. Fred's, oh, yeah. Fred, Fred's got his favorite house out oh, in yeah. Canada. Yeah, I found it. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Give me 20 years, I'll be living there. Okay. All right. He's got his. He's got his favorite house with. Mm -hmm. Black garage doors with the 621 on the on lift. lift. Yeah, <laughs> 400 out back sitting yep. there. I right, wasn't fishing the whole time. Man, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. That boat didn't move. Hey, you Sucker. keep winning tournaments, you'll get there even quicker. Yeah. All right, so you guys get your fish. Um, you're heading in. <laughs> winds are picking up. I think I texted you guys because oh, I was I was, oh, I was yeah, trying to get yeah. out in the big water and I was like, hey, how are the winds up there? Because out here they're bad. So, so get this. I am the mom on the boat, right? These yeah. two are just. 
gung ho, right? I, I caught I caught maybe two fish day two. We're sitting there and, right? and Fred, and Fred I'm like, Fred's hey, being mom, right? Yeah. Fred's like, hey man, like when do we got minutes. when do we gotta head in? Forty five minutes till we gotta be in. Yeah, we're, we we're working a hundred yards. Like, and, we, <laughs> and we had never made the run from where we were. Back, up. back, yeah. right? Because like oh, day man. one and like pre-fishing, Ryan and I would like check out. Okay, how long does it take? It was like however many minutes from the spot we, we were got at. Get the current with you, Freddie. What do you worry about? Right, <laughs> but we had not ran from that spot. So like Austin's like, nope. From here, uh, whatever. Yeah, I said 20, twenty minutes. Twenty, 20 I said, minutes. I said, twenty minutes give, from here. I said, give us twenty minutes. So I'm in back. We made Ryan because that's another thing. He didn't have the time on his graph. Oh yeah. And we, me and Austin, teamed up and got him on that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. we're like, how where's, do you not where's have your the time? time on your graph? Yeah. You know what you, I mean? Like, how do you keep track? You know, keep looking at your watch or whatever. It's you know, it's there. It's you look I'm at fishing. it. Do you so, wear a watch? I wear a watch. So the whole time I'm like, hey guys, you know, 40 minutes. You know, all right, 35. We making another drift here. We, we do we want to move closer to the launch now and try our spot? You know, like I was like, I was just throwing stuff out there. You know what I mean? Just talking to him. Do we want to get a little closer? Move down river? Try our spot from day one that we hit at the end of the day? And they're like, no, we're on big fish. We're gonna say, I'm like, all right, uh, 25 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, you know what I mean? Cause like, if we don't get there in time, we're done. Like everything we're doing is done. Yeah. Right. So these guys are like, no, we're gonna get the big fish. We're gonna get like, we're gonna get it one more pass. We, we had that four and a half pounder that we couldn't get rid of. Yeah. And Austin, and, me and Austin were hell bent on and, getting yeah. rid of. So we, we pull lines, me, me and Ryan, I think I caught Ryan's jig. Yeah. They and I'm sitting there trying to untangle it. And Austin's like, listen, you got yeah, 20 minutes. We, <laughs> you don't have time like, to untangle it. Yeah. yeah, Austin, <laughs> as polite as he could say, he goes, I don't think we're going to be able to untangle that now. We might just have to wait until we get back. You know what I mean? It was like pressing that much. The veins were coming out of his neck. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. We, we put just everything in the bottom of the boat, and Ryan took off. And we had a big south wind, and I'm in back on the beanbag, right? I'm in back on the beanbag, and that's when you texted me because you were out on the lake. And you're like, uh, you asked the, what the conditions were. I said, and I was like, oh, no, man, it's not too bad. How are they yeah. up there? Yeah. And you said that the weather conditions were changing. Well, we're up mid-river, and we have to run back down to the mouth. And if anyone knows the Detroit River, a south wind on the Detroit River is not good. Right. Yeah, and it was coming, pretty Coming stiff. next to Celeron, you know, between Celeron and Horse Island on a south wind, mm -hmm. it's never pretty. So I'm in back on the beanbag, and I can't see what these guys are seeing. And I'm, I got a real... Cushy ride, yeah. and I am Fred, looking Fred at my clock. Pretty. I am like sitting there, <laughs> looking. I'm like, okay, like we have nine minutes. I don't think we yeah, can get we, back. And like I look at Austin, I'm like, are we good or not? You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's like, you know, he kind of shrugs and looks at me. I'm like, oh no, you know we, what I mean? Like we come to the we come to the uh, the uh, the pay bridge, the no wake zone, and uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and uh, thank you for saying no wake zone. Yeah, yeah. We, we, well, we come to. The, it's the pay bridge, the pay, the North bridge, the yeah. North bridge, yeah. is the pay bridge, right? Right. We come through there. That one's, uh, you know, that one you can, you can still power through there. And Ryan's looking, he's like, dude, we got a no wake and we had what, seven minutes or no, we had, and, I think nine minutes at that point in time. And I'm like, no, I was like, well, from here to here, it took us this. Like I'm in my mind, I'm like, I think we're good. And no, we're probably looking at four footers at the mouth of the river. Yeah. No yeah. wake right? is by Elizabeth. Right. Yes. And yeah. we have a South wind and four footers and we're on a time crunch where we can make it back with smooth seas. So I'm sitting in the back yeah, like paranoid. With 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I'm the mom in the boat sitting in back paranoid with these two guys up front like shrugging their shoulders yeah. not knowing if we're gonna make it so back in time. Like, we, what are we doing? Yeah, you know? we, we come through this no wake zone and Ryan, that's what I had Ryan. Ryan's like, I don't know how long it's gonna take us to get through this no wake zone. We 
we kind of slow rolled through there. You know, we, we glided on through. No wake. No we wake. Know, we no waked it. Yeah, yeah, we no waked it. And he's like, dude, I don't know. He's like, it's south wind. I can already tell it's rough up there. And my exact words were, <laughs> I said, he said, stay in it. I said, I said, stay on that throttle and don't let up. Oh. So I, I held her. Yeah, I held her in the kitchen oh, the man. whole way back. We made it by like less than a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. From mid river with a south wind, four footers at the mouth. We had a bag. We're in the money and we're risking it all right on the line. And I'm like sitting here like, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're not making it back. We're anybody, not making it back. Anybody listening that's not familiar, the the river runs obviously north to south. So the current's running south. So when the south wind hits the north current flowing south and you have wind blowing from the south, it's like, I don't know what to tell. It's like a freaking wave pool. Yeah, it's like, and where and it, funnel, they, it funnels in just, right there. Yeah, it's it, it gets dicey. But luckily, when you get right there, you're literally at the mouth. You don't have too much further to go. However, even in four footers, you got to take your time getting to the bay or around yeah. that point by that house, and then yeah. you're good to go. But still, I know what you're talking about. It's dicey there for probably mm-hmm. at least the last quarter mile or so. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't take much wind to no. make any. I mean, luckily, Ryan has a kind of boat that can handle that kind of conditions. I mean, that's not something that I would suggest doing in a aluminum 17 or 18 foot boat. Or if you're fun fishing. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in it, when you're in it for some coin, yeah. I mean, yeah. just let, her, send it. Yeah. let her, let her eat yeah. every once in a while. So we, yeah. we, we make it in there, we check in, we make it in and there's like boats coming in like two or three flights behind us. Like, Look at you guys make it in. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, literally, we're, we're like we're looking at these boats. Like, you know hey I mean? man, look at these. You got forty minutes in. to fish. Yeah. And they're like, did you guys make it in? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, look at these boats. They're cutting just as close as we are. We're like talking to them. Like, oh yeah, we're off the next flight. Like twenty minutes early. Like, okay, I think we're the last boat from our flight that made it yeah. in. Yeah. Well, cool, man. You guys push it to the limits. You mm. fish. You maxed out. You get in. You weighed in. What'd you weigh in on day two? Almost similar. Twenty nine. Twenty nine fifty three. Okay, and one hundred forty nine boats. What'd you guys finish? 13th that's amazing yeah it's pretty not easy and we didn't Especially, have a kicker either day i mean you guys were pumped you know? about that finish right oh yeah, yeah. we were we were consi- i mean it's hard to duplicate back-to-back days of almost the same exact weight and on top of that we didn't have a kicker we didn't have anything over eight pounds either day where there was you know i mean other teams could have lost fish other teams could have had more fish well, than what we did big big fish of the weekend was 11 six yeah, yeah. And, and day two, everyone was singing the blues because everything had changed. You right. know, there was yep. teams that did really well. And then, Dropped. you know, about midday here, yep. you know, the uh, John Bergson was out there with a TV boat. And, you know, the people he's talking to is like everyone's struggling. You know, everyone's trying to find the bite again. So, yeah, I think I think there was what, at least four teams in the top 10 that that dropped past us. You know, they, they finished yeah. past us in 13th and. They just they got those bites on day one and they just couldn't capitalize yeah. and get them to go again on day two. Yeah, so we got we got, I mean, you call it lucky, whatever. We made the right decisions, made the right calls, and it ended up working out for yeah, us. Yeah, so. we, we stayed pretty consistent. And we, like, my thing is like we stayed calm the entire yeah. time. Like we didn't we didn't bitch at each other. We didn't, right. you know, go nuts or anything like that. Like we stayed calm, stuck to our game plan. Hey, yeah. Austin, what do you want to do? Hey, Fred, what yeah. do you want to do? You know. Yeah. we just it was a and, solid and like a solid team balance. effort it's like if i came up with something completely absurd you know ryan's like no let's the, let's not go that far like let's because yeah. your mind to what we know when you're not catching fish your mind is racing you know thinking like what could we do differently could we do this could we do that and like it's good to have other people on the boat you know ryan and awesome when i'm sitting there like hey what do you guys think should we go here 
and then like we talk it's like ah, no we got to stay here we're on fish or whatever you know what i mean like that's yeah. just a scenario i mean there's a lot of things you think about on the boat when you're not catching fish and when your game plan goes to shit well i mean it's weird like time goes by slow but fast at the same time yeah. so it's oh, yeah. like it, yeah especially like um you know if you lose a big fish like you know time slows down big time there and you're just like shit yeah. you know what i mean like you, you got us to try and stay positive yeah you you got, stay exactly positive. yeah it, it's everything's confidence you know when, mm-hmm. when you're jigging if you're jigging you're not confident you're not going to catch one mm-hmm. like you got to sit there and tell yourself i'm going to catch this fish yep. or you're wasting your time that's right. what yep. you guys said yeah. Yeah. like when you caught yours you're like yeah. i'm talking to myself yeah Yep. And even when you caught yours, yeah, I got, I got so frustrated sitting there watching you guys catch fish. I'm like, I literally turned my back and was looking at the back of the boat. Yep. I didn't care what they were doing up there. You sure. know what I mean? You just had to focus we, on it. Fred's got to bring up. We had a secret weapon day two. What was that, Freddie? I don't know. What? It came in around 11 o'clock. You got a short little video of a oh, fish dance yes my oh, daughter jeez, dude yeah you know like it saved ryan on charters ava my daughter oh she has a fish dance oh yes. yeah and it's it, it, it works a hundred percent i'm telling you when we were it was on my phone i remember saying it when we started to upgrade fish we we're sitting at the seven pounds eight pounds day two i look at my phone and it was like just after noon it was like quarter afternoon right um at eleven fifty something my daughter my wife sends me a text of my daughter it's like a 30 second video she's a sweetheart you know good luck daddy hope you do good hope you catch big fish saying hi to ryan and austin yeah you know it's like i'm gonna do a fish dance for you i'll see you at the way in and she you know starts doing her little thing dude and that was after like ryan and austin was just putting pound down on him you know what i mean and i popped an eight pounder and it's like it works. That's what it Again. is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's little things like that, man. Dude, I'm, I'm not kidding. Cool. I'll, did, I'll call. Did you save that video to send to oh, the rest of 100, us? 100%, 100%. I'll send it to you. You can put, Please, on, you, you can put, a, you can, you can put a link on the podcast. People will see it. And I'll have like the timestamp of when we did it. Like it's worked for Ryan. Ryan has called me. I've called, I've called Fred in the middle of a charter. With customers on the with boat. With customers on the boat. And, you know, we might be like two or three fish off our limit. And I'm like, hey, Hit a wall. tell Ava, send me tell Ava to dance. send me a fish dance. Yeah. <laughs> Ava loves Ryan. And Fred will send me a video of Ava's fish dance and boom, we got our limit. Yeah. Like, Good it works. talking points for the it customer. They, they laughed at it. Ryan was telling me about it. Hey, that's one thing not a lot of people have in their tackle box, so I'd hang yeah. out with that one. No, the, my girls eat it up. They want to come up on stage. They come to the weigh-ins and whatnot. You know, it's I'm just waiting for Fred's fish dance. Yeah, I need more. <laughs> I, I, need, I need more enthusiasm on you guys on the stage. Uh, like I was looking at the video and I was no, like, we 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 save all of our fun for on the boat. Oh, we have, dude, we have if a I got blast, back man. to that stage, I would sound off. I'd be like, I'd be uh, waving. I'd say hi, mom. I'd say all that kind of stuff. Maybe, maybe if we we bring a big bag in the bowls. <laughs> if, I mean, if we really lay the wood to them or something like that. I mean, by 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 tournament time. I mean, you're just so beat man oh yeah, like, yeah. the stress like of three days you know? of i mean it was wet right like mm. it was raining wednesday thursday friday yeah we had elements to deal with like everything. By, yeah. by that time man you're just when you get on shore your brain is like fuzzy and numb it's almost just like beat. a hangover or something yeah. like that well, i mean like you know my my wife i mean i couldn't do anything without her because she's taking my daughters you know while we, like me and ryan are pre-fishing right so I'm pre-fishing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, tournament, Saturday, Sunday. I come home Sunday and I'm just whooped. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, it's pretty hard to complain to you the wife. Sure. You, you know can, what I mean? I like, no, you know, like, no, I got, like I, got a, I got a two-year-old and a four-year-old this. at home, and I'm complaining about no, fishing. No, honey, I got like, this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You got to suck it up, you know? I got, I'm I'm lucky. Austin doesn't know anything about that. Yeah. yeah. Austin, I mean, uh, 20, oh, I, get, I, I live the dog dad life over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> 20, 27 years old, has a 621, fishing Lake Erie walleye trail. Oh, just moved out close to yeah, my, got, name, got, my got, neck of the woods, yeah, five yeah. acres. You know what I mean? Like That's this, sick, this guy, he's going he's gonna to do some things. Um, all right, so Bulls Harbor is next. When is that? What weekend is that? That's the 14th May 14th and 15th. 15th. Okay, so May 14th and 15th. Freddie and Ryan are going back out. Yep. What are you doing? You're going to a different tournament? Yep. So uh, that on the 15th, I have the Lake Erie Walleye Tour, and our event is out of Huron. Oh, so you got to go to Ohio? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, you guys might cross paths. Say hi to each other. Yeah, we, we're still going to talk. You know? All right. There you go. Teammates, man. You know, we did it. All right. So, you know, we'll probably do another podcast. Hopefully after that, hopefully we got some similar results. Maybe yeah. we'll bring Austin. Austin getting his perspective from the other side of the lake. Absolutely. And maybe uh, things are different there, but... Uh, Just hope for good weather. Yeah. I mean, congrats to you guys. I mean, I, I, I remember watching and, uh, you know, Joel and I were texting back and forth watching you guys. And it's cool when you, you know, people, I mean just in general fishing the tournament, but especially in the top yeah. 10, you know, you guys were in the running there for, for a while. It. I think when I texted you guys, you're like, we're top eight right now or something like that. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, yeah. even being in 12th, like one more pound would have put us in the top 10. Yeah. Like, right. That's how close yeah. we're talking, I mean, like, you know? When, when, when you're in that situation fishing against the people that we were and you're, I mean, it could be random guys and you're fishing another state. When you were in a 150 boat field and you're yeah. coming in with weights, you know, like, 13th i mean it could have been we could it feels like you win the thing when you yeah. fit when you finish like that and you could put a tournament together i mean yeah i mean we could have done some things differently and done better we could have done worse but at the and end of the day like i couldn't be happier for me you know? the michigan walleye tour the detroit river it brings all the best sticks it's always the biggest tournament of the year i mean 150 boats you got all the locals out there you got all the you know the big guys in michigan yeah. You're fishing against the best sticks on the road. And that's I was just about to say that. I mean, I, I I remember the pro was saying a lot of the times it's like it's tough when you go to these bodies of water and there's the locals are there and it's just like now imagine 150 boats of nothing but locals in the area. And that's all. That's they all do. they do. And yep. it's a very um, there's a lot of water to cover, but obviously it's a it's a very specific type of bite between you know jigging or handlining or something like that. And everyone's out there in like that tournament too. Like you can go out there in a 16 foot aluminum and still and win and, and win because yeah. you don't have to cover a lot of miles. You could just be on the river yeah. and, and still dominate. And, and there's guys in the tournament at weigh in. They said, oh, they had 40, 50, 60 fish days. Sure, you know what I mean, right? But, you know, they end up 15, yeah. 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. I mean, day one, we had eight, nine eight, bites. Yeah, eight fish. Eight, eight, eight or nine bites. One. We didn't, we were just on the right bites, and that comes down to pre-fishing, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, you know, that just kind of stick with it. You know, that those 30, 40, 50 fish days aren't yeah, typically, like, it's not typically what's going to win you money mm -hmm. it's it's those you know five six seven eight nine ten fish days that sure. are you know what uh what gets you up there all right well good recap congratulations to you guys we'll we'll look forward to hearing about bulls harbor and then you're here on tournament yeah for sure and uh yeah um we'll sign off here ryan anything you want to say to the world of anglers listening to the podcast i mean well, we can 
pull a plug for yeah. full throttle sport fishing. Absolutely. There we go. A better time to be out on the water right now, especially. Yeah, here. right now, this time of year, the Next river, months. the river, the lake, both on fire. Yeah. It's, We're talking three, four, five man limits in hours right now. So right. <laughs> yeah. get, get a hold of Ryan if you yeah. want to put some fish in free. It's literally it's good stuff. Literally the best time. I mean, I was talking to guys about it at work. The best time you could be fishing. Detroit River, Lake yeah. Erie is now in the next couple months. Everyone talks about April, but even in the May, I yeah. mean, May, you're, oh, yeah. still, 100%. you're still catching great 100%. fish in the first two weeks of May. So and many different ways. You can, I mean, just endless. However you want to catch them, you can do it. Right. Yeah. Jigging, spinners, worms, baits, whatever. You know? And right now, you know, you could go out with Ryan, you know, fourth, you know, with full throttle and fish Michigan, catch a limit, no problem. Mm-hmm. I had a, I have my friend Chris, he runs dog pound charters in Lorraine. Mm-hmm. They're going out there crushing limits. So yes. literally from... You know, from Michigan waters down yep. to Cleveland, you can go out there and crush yeah, right now. Right. hundred percent. Yep. So look forward to talking to you again, man. Hopefully we got good weather. We got something good to talk about for bowls. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hopefully we don't break anything. <laughs> if not, we got another boat. Yeah, just stay positive And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't want to doubt, do a fish dance. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're going to text Lee for a fish dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want that one. Yeah, thanks again for having us, man. All right. Yeah, you bet. All right, guys. Uh, you know, as always, thanks for listening.